Hey, this is Coco Columbia. You're listening to Sounds of PDX. This is Travis from the audio sequence. I'm Vince. I'm Boyd. This is Josh from Adverse Effects. This is Zanny, Rebecca, and Katie. And we are The, the Cabin, Cabin Project. Project. Hey, this is Logan Lynn. I'm Gino Mari. You're listening to Sounds of PDX. Sounds of PDX. Sounds of PDX on PRP. Good evening, good evening. You're listening to Portland Radio Project on KSFL LP Portland. That's 99.1 FM or PRP.FM. I'm your host, Luke Neal, and this is Sounds of PDX, where each week I have a guest that is either releasing a record or I just want to find more about. Uh, and Maya Wayne is my guest this week. We've got your influences and your, your original music, and I have to apologize because we previously had you scheduled. I had some issues come up, uh, but before that... We had to reschedule because you got called out to uh, South by Southwest, which is really rad. So uh, lots of really cool stuff going on. Welcome yeah. to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Of course. Yeah, I'm really glad that you're here. Like I said, this has been in works for a while, but you've been involved in a lot of really cool stuff recently that I'm dying to talk to you about. So in, yes. in a nice way, it was a blessing that this happened, that we had to reschedule. Definitely. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, good. Let's get things started off with your playlist. Um, we're going to dive right in. I'd like to pick your brain. And, and usually I like to start with older artists so I can kind of tie that into early memories. But um, Miko is the artist I'd like to start off with. Is that? Yes. You, you said before we went on, Miko. that's how she pronounces it. Miko. Yeah. Um, she's very cool. I actually just got the chance to see her when I was in L.A. Um, at the Japanese American History Museum, um, which was really cool. They had this whole event going on and um, she played there and it was a super intimate setting and she was fantastic. She's so great. I think she just had a baby and she's still recording. And wow. She's so great and I've listened to her stuff for forever and um, I love how she mixes pop and folk and electronic and she's not afraid to incorporate all these different elements in her stuff. and. I, I definitely have looked up to her. I think that's why I put it at the top of the show because uh, she's a wonderful representation of, I think, all the great stuff that is in your music as well. And uh, I love seeing your influences come in because then I, it makes more sense to me. And by yeah. the end of the show, like uh, your listeners here and your fans are going to understand a lot more about you. This is really good stuff. So let's kick things off with the PDX Spotlight playlist with Miko. I've got my special guest, Maya Wayne, here on Sounds of PDX until 9 p.m. confess when I wear this dress I feel like dancing the whole night with you and when I do 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 I feel so happy I'm stuck on you cause you are the one I could see having fun with not just for the night but for the rest of my
is Stuck on You by Miko. She's an influence of my special guest tonight, singer-songwriter Maya Wayne. What's happening? Not much. So you were saying before the, the show that she's, uh, Miko is, or just before the song that Miko is a, like a culmination of, of influences as you are. And I think that's important to look back and see where that started. So what is your first tangible memory with music that you knew this is uh, the bug that you had now? My first memory, and I think about it a lot for some reason, it's just kind of like, you know those like little flash memories you have from when you're very little, like three years old, and it's not really like a full memory, it's just kind of like a, a memory of sensation. Hmm. And so I have this memory of sitting at a piano when I was probably about three years old, maybe two, and um, I'm touching the keys and I'm playing them and I'm just mesmerized by the sounds and finding like notes that sound good together, you know? And um, I used to do that every day. I'd come home and I'd just sit at the piano for like hours and I'd like, <laughs> I always, I loved it. It was just this thing and it felt so, it felt magical in a way, you know? Like that feeling inside of you and it's just, there's this passion there and there's these, everything just clicks and um, I loved it. And I, that's the moment where I knew that it was something that I would, I would be doing for my whole life. Were there any other musicians in the family or were you a lone wolf in that? No, my dad, uh, my dad plays the piano. Uh, he doesn't like, he doesn't break it out very often. He used to play a lot and I had him teach me all of the songs that he knew on the <laughs> piano, but he would, um, he would play these like boogie woogie songs on the piano. And, um, it was so much fun to watch and listen to. And that's how I learned was just by watching his hands. And, um, that's the, the best way that I've learned uh, music in general is just by watching and repeating. Um, but he, yeah, he doesn't break it out very often, but his uncle, my great uncle, is the biggest musician in my family. He's kind of a famous jazz guitarist, Ralph Towner. Oh, wow. And, uh, yeah, he's, he's very well known. He, he just did a tour through the United States and I got to see him and meet him for the first time, which was really cool. How cool, yeah. Yeah, and... Um, but other than that, everybody else is kind of like mathematicians, engineers, and like the total opposite of me, um, which is good. It's nice to kind of be different sometimes. Sure. <laughs> I don't know. You, I can still see echoes of the left-sided brain of your family eking through because <laughs> especially with the, your covers and your instrumentation, the production on your music is really well thought out. So it's funny you bring that up, but we'll talk about that in the, in yeah. the second hour. But. <laughs> That's really interesting. So looking back at some of those older artists that, uh, like you're saying, the Boogie Woogie days, uh, mm -hmm. the next artist on the PDX Spotlight playlist, Johnny Cash, had a bunch of Boogie Woogie yes. songs uh, early in his career, but Definitely. this one is not that. You, it's not. Uh, <laughs> God's gonna cut you down. And, and what I found interesting too is, for those folks who aren't familiar with your music, by the end of the show, they will be. There's, I, the only word I keep wanting to say is there's a menacing side to <laughs> your music and I think that's really great and it's the same thing that Johnny Cash had it's the same thing yeah. that Waylon Jennings has where does that come from and, and how early did you get into Johnny Cash I've always liked Johnny Cash um, I've listened to so many different influences because I've had my, my grandparents are into a lot of bluegrass and country and I've gotten that like Johnny Cash and um, all of that style of music from them and then from my parents they're big Radiohead fans and uh, Nirvana and all of those influences and then I just have all of these different influences from different parts of my family but I've always liked Johnny Cash and I've always liked old country and that grittiness of it um, 
it, that's definitely, if I do a country song, it's, I want it to feel more like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, that's kind of where I drew my influence from for a recent song that I did. And um, I do have some menacing, <laughs> <laughs> a menacing tone to some of my music. I think it comes from this feeling of, I'm, I'm a very tiny person. I'm a tiny person and people look at me and I think they think, oh, that's, they, they write me off in a lot of ways. And I think that I have so much power inside of me, but you'd never know it by looking at me. I'm, I'm small and I'm a girl and I'm young. And I think people often underestimate me. And I think in my music, there's, it's, I draw from that and it's a way for me to express myself in a way where it's like, I have real stories to tell. I have meaningful things to say. I have something to contribute to this world that's bigger than just a little girl. <laughs> yeah, who's playing tunes on a stage. Like, yeah, yeah you, you've got a lot to say. You're, there's a <laughs> lot of layers to your music, and that's what I just found so fascinating about the songs you, you selected. Because knowing your tunes, I, I know your most recent, um, a little bit better, a Siren Song EP that was released this year. Uh, Light and Shadows EP from 2016 has some great stuff, too, that leaned a little bit darker. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. And I think a lot of that, too, is um, I've done a lot of commissioned pieces, and that first album... Um, was commissioned pieces for different song or different films. And so it's very much like a director will be like, I want this song for a horror film. So it's like, okay, I got to tap into that darkness <laughs> and write this super creepy song and it's awesome and fun. And then somebody comes up to me for a, this dramatic film and, and they want a love song, you know, or a song for a talking dog movie. I've done two of those. Um, <laughs> very specific. Yes, yeah, super specific. Um, <laughs> But yeah, it's it's really fun to kind of tap into those different um, emotional vistas. And as I I do want to act as well. So it's nice to, I feel like there's a lot of crossover there to put myself in, in a, somebody else's shoes and write a song from that perspective is kind of fun. Sounds like you've had a lot of, uh, I want to talk to you about your songwriting because you've had a lot of avenues to uh, exercise different angles of your songwriting. And some artists don't do that. I mean, they just, it takes them a long time third, fourth LP before they're like, I want to try something different. So I'm interested to see how you're applying that at this stage of your career. Uh, well, let's get back to it. Uh, this is Maya's influence, Johnny Cash with the oh so menacing, God's gonna cut you down. You can run on for a long time, run on for a long time. Gotta cut you down Sooner or later Gotta cut you down Go tell that long-tongued liar Go and tell that midnight rider Tell the rambler, the gambler, the backbiter Tell him that God's gonna cut him down Tell him that God's gonna cut him down Well, my goodness gracious, let me tell you the news my head's been wet with the midnight dew I've been down on bended knee Talking to the man from Galilee He spoke to me with a voice so sweet I thought I heard the shuffle of angels sweet He called my name and my heart stood still When he said, John, go do my will Go tell that long-tongued liar Go and tell that midnight rider Tell the rambler, the gambler, the backbiter Tell him that God's gonna cut him down Tell him that God's gonna cut him down 
You can run on for a long time, run on for a long time, run on for a long time. Sooner or later, gotta put you down. Sooner or later, gotta put you down. Well, you may throw your rock, hide your hand, working in the dark against your fellow man. But as sure as God made black and white, what's done in the dark will be brought to the light. You can run on for a long time, run on for a long time, run on for a long time. Sooner or later, gotta cut you down. Sooner or later, gotta cut you down. Go tell that long-tongued liar Go and tell that midnight rider Tell the rambler, the gambler, the backbiter Tell him that God's gonna cut you down Tell him that God's gonna cut you down Tell him that God's gonna cut you down Portland Radio Project is a non-profit, independent radio station where we play a local artist every 15 minutes. We would like to thank our supporters who share our passion for local music and the community. Portland Center Stage. PCS inspires our communities by bringing stories to life in unexpected ways. Bill R. McCracken. Accounting, tax, and financial services. Premier Motorsports of Vancouver. Special thanks to Rick Johnson and his staff.
It's Tuesday night. That was Chivalry here on Portland Radio Project. Their band, we believe, are from Australia, <laughs> but it's definitely yes. an influence of Maya Wayne, my definitely. special guest. Uh, yeah, that was a cool song, kind of a throwback. Yeah. Almost B-52s meets Cake. Definitely. Yeah I, can, yeah, I could definitely see that. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. How'd you hear about them? Uh, a lot of, um, one of my friends, uh, actually producer, Troy, listens to them a lot. And um, I was like, these guys are awesome. And so th- for the past couple of years, I've been listening to them a lot and I really dig their stuff. I think it's a really cool mix of things. And I love her vocals and how they layer their instruments is really cool. Yeah, it's got a vintage vibe, which yeah. is my segue to ask you about your choice in instruments. Yes. Because if you don't mind <laughs> me saying, you seem like an old soul that leans toward the vintage side of uh, sonic quality, which I really dig. One of which, um, executive producer of PDX Spotlight, Mike Burling, was like, have you seen these cigar box guitars? So talk to me about uh, the cigar box guitars that you've been playing. So I have, so they're actually oil cans. Okay, right on. um, Which is totally weird. Uh, I do want to get a cigar box guitar because I have a couple of friends that uh, make them and they're pretty cool and they they sound so unique. And, um, but these oil can, they make ukuleles, bass guitars, and guitars out of recycled oil cans. And um, they have such a cool sound. And they're all, I don't know, the the way the, the pickups resonate inside of this like oil can chamber is really cool. And um, you can tap on it, and it sounds like a drum because oh, it has like that resonance inside of it. That's cool. And um, I love the electric ukulele. Uh, from them, I play it all the time when it's just really bizarre. People are like, what are you, what are you even playing? And um, <laughs> uh, it's really fun. It's a conversation starter for sure. But I love them. Uh, so Bohemian Guitars makes those. Okay. And um, yeah, they're kind of this this up and coming guitar company out of San Francisco. And uh, they, I found them online, and they liked my stuff, and they're like, oh, you're awesome. Here's some, you know, some free guitar picks and. Um, other, you know, strings and and you proceeded whatnot. to not complain about that. Exactly, <laughs> I was like, awesome, sweet, Thanks, yeah, guys. that's awesome. <laughs> now, is that the rig you're playing on the uh, Radiohead cover? What was the? Yes. Okay, cool. Yeah, because that tone was really amazing, and I yeah. wanted to talk to you specifically about that song. Yes. Because to take, <laughs> you know, their production yes. of what we know it to be and to produce it the way you did. Well, I was so hesitant to do that cover. Some uh, friend asked me to do it, but I know that Radiohead, that is like their least favorite song. And um, I love Radiohead and I, I was like, I hate that I'm doing the song, but I love it at the same time because I still enjoy the song and I love Radiohead. And um, I know that there's so many people that are doing covers of that song right now. And, and I, I'm always resistant to doing things that, that are, um, that other people are doing, you know, cause I like to do something different and bring something new to the, new to the table. And, um, but it was really fun. And so when I found that ukulele, I was like, this is, this is the, the instrument I'm going to do it on. And we recorded it in this weird tunnel, like futuristic tunnel. And yeah, it, it really came cool. together really cool. <laughs> Where was that? If you don't, that was in Butte, Montana. It's okay. the tunnel that leads to the Berkeley pit, which is just this giant like chemical pit. That's <laughs> it is kind of creepy. You were yeah. right. <laughs> that's right. Well, they, you know, Radiohead kind of resides in that uh, experimental Euro thing. That's really always been going on. Um, but gorillas are definitely part of that. Yes. And they made it to your playlist. I wasn't super familiar with this track in particular um, on Melancholy Hill. Why, yes. why did you select this song for tonight's playlist? I love this song. Um, it's it's not their their most popular song, but um, 
There's something about it that it's like it puts me in a different headspace whenever I hear it. It's like it's very soothing and it's very um, it gets my brain going, it gets me thinking. And um, it definitely has inspired a lot of different ideas that have sparked, you know, songs and um, just life ideas, I guess. <laughs> it's yeah. a good song. They, they, they don't <laughs> hold back. I mean, that's one cool thing. They're definitely experimental. Again, a yeah. common thread with your music as well. Uh, lots to look forward to. After Gorillas, we've got Fiona Apple. And then, of course, in the second hour, uh, your original music, a couple live performances, and much, much more. Uh, this is Sounds of PDX. I'm your host, Luke Neal, with special guest Maya Wayne here on Portland Radio Project.
the wall they pass, they slip away across the universe. Pools of sorrow, waves of joy are drifting through my open mind, possessing and caressing. Fiona Apple here on Sounds of PDX. She's an influence of my special guest, Maya Wayne. Uh, we were talking about 
the brilliance of Fiona Apple and the brilliance of the yes. Beatles. And you'd also said there was a really cool video that I hadn't seen that now I'm going to be chasing yes. this video down. <laughs> um, but I'm, I, there's some huge sounds in there and the Beatles did a really cool job of being some of the first like uh, pop modern music to uh, use yeah. orchestral um, elements the way that they did. I mean, it, it existed at the time, but the way they did it, did it and made it mainstream, set a precedence. Now you can hear metal bands and uh, hip hop bands and people use orchestration all the time. Yeah. And I'm asking you this, of course, because you just played at uh, Tualatin High with their orchestra. Um, what was that experience like growing up hearing music like this backed by huge strings to be a part of that. It was so cool. I was ecstatic to have the opportunity to play with the Tualatin High School Orchestra and they were so kind and welcoming and I don't know, there's always that intimidation when walking into a high school when you haven't been back <laughs> in so long. I don't know, there's this that like that immediate like anxiety of like going back to a high school, but um they were so sweet and the students were so they're incredible and talented and um Reggie, the, the director of the school program, was was really great. And they helped me come up with these songs uh, to perform with them. I did one original, um, Strong, and I had always imagined that with all of these different string parts. And so I was like, oh, I really want to do this one with the <laughs> orchestra. And it turned out really cool. And they had, um, they had somebody professionally arrange it. And it sounded really, really cool. And um, it's always been a dream of mine to perform with an orchestra because I love... I have so much admiration for people who can play string instruments, um, like the violin and the cello and viola and I, cause I, I'm learning slowly. I'm, there's yeah. so much that can go wrong when <laughs> you're so, bowing an instrument. So much people don't understand. <laughs> yeah. I'm um, with you there. It's, it's a scary thing to do. <laughs> you don't want to hear the sounds that come out of the, the violin when I try to play it. Exactly. Um, it's like a dying animal. Um, but, uh, I I had such a wonderful time and it was it was a lifelong dream, you know, to perform with an orchestra and getting to do that was so incredible. And for the second song, whose yes. choice was that? <laughs> so the second song, I had to choose a cover song from their list and they have like a list that they choose from this website that they can get the rights to and get music from easily, but it's a very weird choice of music like uh Beatles songs that are like not popular at all that that nobody really remembers and then like really big uh, Broadway songs that I could uh. I don't feel like I could ever do the justice that they would need <laughs> vocally like sure. I I just do not have the range to pull it off um and so I like ended up on this weird that it was originally like a rap song and I was like oh I could probably make this work <laughs> But um, I can't even remember what song it was now. But I was like, that's what I ended up on. And the students were like, oh, this is terrible. Oh, and no. I was like, oh, this is terrible. And Reggie was like, oh, this is terrible. And then they started playing Seven Nation Army. I was like, I was looking for this song. And um, they all knew it by heart. It's like their school theme song. And, and it was cool. just perfect. And so we ended up on Seven Nation Army. And it sounded really cool. Huge. And it was like awesome yeah. and string parts were so cool and everybody just felt so cool and uh it was awesome yeah it's I, <laughs> now you you put a teaser online or tualatin did yeah uh, is there going to be a whole video that they're going to release for there everybody is to watch? a full there's a full video of seven nation army we just put it up and cool. it's on youtube 
So uh, we'll get the yeah. link before the end of the show. We'll put it on Definitely. the talk board. Uh, so everyone go to PRP.FM. We'll uh, put the, the talk board link up there. Um, shifting back to the <laughs> PDX Spotlight playlist, it's kind of close to uh, still in that in that genre. Talk to me about the heavy short change heroes, a really cool song, a lot of attitude, but it has yeah. a cool like old soul, new indie it has vibe. This, it's every time I hear that song, I can't, I can't not sing along with it. It just has this cool um, old school, mix of like country and uh i don't know it's just gritty i don't know what genre you would call it it's, yeah. it's kind of its own thing and it's really cool and um i was a friend of mine listens to that song a lot and i was like this song is really cool and uh i've listened to it ever since and um i definitely definitely enjoy it a lot <laughs> well it's going to be in rotation on my playlist because i do yeah. a lot too so thank you so much for bringing this in uh this is short change hero by the heavy another influence by my special guest maya wayne here on sounds of pdx
praying for something to happen to her. Every day she writes words and more words just to spit out the thoughts that keep floating inside. And she's strong when the dreams come, 'cause they take her, cover her. They are all over. The reality looks far now, but don't go. Strange music, it's everywhere. There's nowhere to hide. But if it fades, she begs, Oh Lord, don't take it from me. Don't take it, she says. I guess I have to give it first. To give.
artist I wasn't familiar with before this evening. That's an influence from Maya Wayne, my special guest. The track was Far Far, and how does she pronounce her I'm name? I'm pretty sure it's Yael Naim. She's French. Just so beautiful. I probably butchered that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you did better than what I would have attempted, hence why I pass the torch to you. Um, really cool stuff. Who got you into that artist? I found her. She had a song that got really popular. is uh, New Soul. Um, and it got really popular when I was in middle school, I think. And huh. um, I heard it on the radio and I was like, oh, I love this song. And so I went and found her online and um, I found this other song of hers. A lot of her songs are in French and they're all beautiful. And um, this one I fell in love with, in love with and it, it reminded me of the feeling of writing music. And um, mm. it, I would listen to this like every night for a year uh, when I was 13 and uh, it just, fills me with this joy and um, passion and makes me want to go make things, write <laughs> songs. and Yeah, it's just, it. that's a really wonderful track. Thank you so much for bringing that in. Uh, let's shift gears momentarily to the Vortex Shows of the Week. We will be right back. Support comes from listeners like you and from Vortex Music Magazine, helping the Portland music scene tell its own story, both in print and online. You can find free issues of Vortex in stores or read about the local music scene online at vrtxmag.com. Thanks, thanks, thanks again to Vortex Music Magazine and their shows of the week. A couple we want to cover happening uh, Thursday, June 29th, is Mike Check with Adverse Effects and Vinnie Dwayne at White Eagle. Uh, the night after, we've got a show happening right here. Uh, Chris Von K is curating shows with PRP here at New Day Center. So Friday, June 30th, Dope Shows Dirt Cheap. It's a $6 ticket. Uh, the bill is packed with great local talent. Come and check that out. Support PRP in a brand new way. Again, this Friday, Dope Shows Dirt Cheap. Uh, Friday, June 30th, just across town is a DC Dan Cable Presents with Kiki and the Dowry. Uh, they have an EP release and supporting them is Hammerhead. They're going to be at the Alberta Street Pub. And then Saturday, July 1st, oh my God. Gosh, I can't believe it's July already. Uh, we've got Skulldiver at Bunk Bar. That's going to be a wonderful show. Uh, but we're going to shift the spotlight back to Maya and talk to her about, you've got a ton of dates coming up. You were just telling me about some of the tour dates that are coming up. Really exciting stuff there. Tell us about that. Yeah, I'm super excited. I'm doing um, kind of a mini tour through Montana in July. And um, I I started playing music in Montana a couple years ago. As I lived there for, I think, three years. And um that's really where I started playing music and started playing shows. So I'm really excited to go back and play at some of the restaurants and coffee shops that I used to play. And um, I'm also playing some bigger shows, which is nice uh, to come back and um, join some of the larger uh, festivals like Red Ants Pants Music Festival, which is um, in White Sulphur Springs, Montana. And I'm playing right before Lucinda Williams and Asleep at the Wheel, which is really cool. Those <laughs> yeah. are like huge and um, I am, me so i'm excited <laughs> and uh, i think I'm, I'm just i'm nervous and excited and i'm really looking forward to it and i'm also playing at evil knievel days which is in butte montana and if you've never been or never heard of it at least look it up because <laughs> it's crazy and awesome and they um it's all in honor of evil knievel and they jump motorcycles and trucks they try to break a world record i think every year and um they have live music in the middle of the city and shut down all the streets. And um, so I'm gonna be playing there, which is cool because I think I'm distantly related to uh, Evil Knievel. So Very it nice. feels 
feels right. That's right. <laughs> of paying your family dues. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but I'm really excited. Butte is such a cool town, too. It's worth it just to go see it because it's it feels like walking into a different time period. Huh. And all of these old, amazing buildings and the people there are so cool and nice. And it's it's like a totally different. It's like being on a different planet. <sighs> That's awesome. so cool. Yeah, we'll put those details up on the talk board as well. I'll snag those from uh, is that are they up on your Facebook events right now? Uh, they will be soon. Okay, okay, yes. cool. Well, I'll put that on there so people can refer back to it. Yeah. Uh, and then you've got some other dates. You've got one coming up uh, this Thursday at the Aloha Farmer's Market. Um, if people haven't been out there, tell them how they can find you out there. Um, Aloha Farmer's Market, this is going to be my first time in Aloha. So, okay, cool. Um, but I know it's on the border of Aloha and Beaverton. Yep, Beaverton, yes. Hillsborough area. Cool. And, um I'm really excited. It seems like a really cool farmer's market and they've been super sweet and um, I'll have a little tent and I'll be set up and you can come say hi and get some good food and hang out in the sun. <laughs> yeah, always really cool. We've been out there a couple times, really good stuff. Uh, Corbett, Oregon Fun Fest. You said you were particularly excited for this one on the 4th, right? Super excited. It's gonna be a 4th of July event and Corbett Fun Fest has all of these amazing events for families and kids and um, they're going to have fireworks, and um, I'm going to be performing first, I think, at like 2 o'clock. And um, there's going to be, I think, five other bands that are awesome. I've checked them all out. There's a Weezer tribute band that's playing after me, Island in the Sun. I'm really excited to hear them because I'm a big Weezer fan. So Yeah, they're wonderful. Yeah, I'm, I'm super excited. I, it sounds like it's just going to be a ton of fun, and you can just hang out and play games and get food and watch fireworks and... Yeah. <laughs> and then another one, uh, you're playing on July 9th at the Saturday market, but on Sunday. Yes. <laughs> so for those out-of-towners who don't know, it's it's a two-day event every weekend. It is. And there's a lot of other artists playing, and it's through Women Crush, and uh, which is an awesome group that's starting in Portland through Ashley. And uh, Ashley Xtina, is that how she pronounces yep. it? Or yeah. Curvabon. <laughs> yes. Uh, she's fabulous. Yes. And, um, She's trying to get women in the industry together and to support each other. And it's a really cool thing that she's up to. So it's definitely something to check out. That's rad. I'm so glad you're doing that. Yeah, Jen Deal from uh, Camp Crush, friend of uh, the show here, was out there last Sunday. Awesome. Saw some videos. Yeah, she crushed it. Through the heat. Yeah. God bless her. Great, great job, Jen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so let's shift back. I'm so glad that you had this song on your playlist. Um, Massive Attack, Teardrop is like one of my favorite tracks of that era. I think this song is still really ahead of its time. Um, how did you find out about this song? Uh, this is another one that my producer listens to a lot. And um, Massive Attack is, is a lot of my friends listened to Massive Attack and showed me um, their stuff a couple years ago. And, and obviously I was like, this stuff is amazing. And it's not like anything that I've, I'd ever really heard before. Um, and it, it just feels like it's in its own, its own space, you know, and it brings you into a different, into a different world. And I, I really enjoy that about Massive Attack. And it, it, it has this darker, uh, I don't know, more, I don't even know what genre or how to describe yeah. it. It's, it's, but it's a different feeling and that's part of what I love about it. And it's definitely inspired a lot of um, songs that I've been writing lately. So, yeah, I, I really, really love this song. It's very shoegazy. Uh, yeah. Hard to define what it <laughs> sounds like a soundtrack. Uh, yeah. It's really good stuff. If you have the opportunity and you're not driving, 
Or if you are, pull over, throw some headphones on. It's worth it on this one. This is Massive Attack with the song Teardrop. It has influenced my special guest tonight, Maya Wayne. She's with us until 9 p.m.
listening to Portland Radio Project. It's KSFL LP Portland on 99.1 FM and PRP.FM. Uh, you may be streaming us from your mobile device as well. And if so, you know that this is Luke Neal and Sounds of PDX. My special guest, Maya Wayne, is with us. I've been listening to a lot of really cool and what I'm finding ethereal and like anthemic tunes that are kind yes. of in your back pocket as influences. Um, there's so many ways that you could uh, spend your time with music these days, why do you choose to spend it in this dynamic range that at least for me, when I listen to this type of music is very uplifting and motivating. What's your motivation to, to listen to, to songs like this? Oh, I love, I love songs that make me feel something 
um, even if it's not positive, I love a song that has a message behind it and that um, means something not just to the person writing it, the person performing it, but to the person who's listening to it. And um, everybody interprets things in their own way, but I think that's definitely something I want to do with my music is to write a song with a message. Um, and I, I definitely am aware of what I'm trying to say with my music. And I don't ever want to put a song out there where I'm not fully aware of what I'm saying, you know? Mm. Like, I want to I wanna know what I'm saying with my music and, and what it means. And I think, um, especially lately, I've been drawn to, to writing songs that are, like, that are positive and send a message of hope and send a message of, you know, we're all in this together. We're all human. We're all, we're all, you know we all want to live good lives and we all want to do good things. And um, that's definitely, I like to listen to those types of songs and I like to listen to songs that inspire those things in me. And so I'd like to do that in my music as well. A couple of the songs we have coming up on the playlist, um, artists that I just love to death, Florence and the Machine and Portishead. Um, the song Blinding, I really, really like. I was so happy that you yes. selected this too. And I think it's kind of was exactly what you just described. What does the yeah. song mean to you? Uh, blinding is so cool. It's dark and it's haunting and it's it's unique and it has inspired some some really cool um, songs from me. And I think that when I listen to it, I think of of like in my brain, I listen to it and I think of like somebody running through this like dark forest, and I think of a film, and I think of like this this person climbing out of this great struggle and like epically like. <laughs> yeah. In in this in, in in my brain it's this it's an epic story and a beautiful film. But um I think that it Florence is such a an emotive voice and she provokes this very specific um I don't know, emotional response in me when I listen to her stuff and I think that that's definitely something I'd like to do with my music and with my voice, you know, to that hauntingly beautiful, unique it's um, kind of primal home. too. Yeah, I definitely say Florence primal. Is primal. It, yeah, it's very emotional, and I love that about her. Again, a common thread of your influences. Uh, <laughs> plenty of great stuff. Uh, I'm really excited. We've got your original music just around the corner. But before we do that, a couple more influences from Maya Wayne, my special guest tonight here on Sounds of PDX.
is Portishead here on PRP. You're listening to Sounds of PDX. I'm your host, Luke Neal, with special guest Maya Wayne. And she just got a wonderful shout out on the talk board from Ashley Caravabon. She says, Maya, so proud of you. Perhaps we should do a Florence cover together someday uh, or just have the Power Trio co-write sesh with Luke. I'd be down with that. Uh, Luke, as always, thanks for supporting the talented boss ladies of Portland. Hashtag woman crush. No, thank you, Ashley. Uh, Like we said earlier in the show, you're doing a lot of amazing things uh, for the Portland music scene. And part of that is the collaborative spirit that I think if I hear one thing from artists more than any other is that they wish they would have collaborated earlier on in their careers. And the next song on the playlist that we have is a collaboration. You you were featured on a song called Alephant. Ailey? Yes, Elephant. Elephant, like okay, perfect. Elephant. Okay, perfect. <laughs> How did this come about? It's such a cool collaboration. It is. So the song actually, um, uh, so Troy, who produces a lot of my stuff, he wrote this song a long time ago as like a, a soundtrack piece for a film. And uh, we were listening to some of his stuff and um, I was like, oh, this is really cool. And I started thinking of like vocal parts that might be cool with it. And sometimes I do that where it's just like, I'm kind of humming along and then something comes to me. I'm like, oh, this would be awesome. And and so we worked on lyrics and we came up with kind of an idea for a song to make out of it. And so it was kind of this like Frankenstein of a song, like mixed between this older song and then new ideas. and. It turned it's out really, really cool. cool. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> it's a really cool blend. That's interesting to know that it was a, a song that had been on the back burner for a while. I think there's yeah. a lesson there. You know, a lot of songwriters get frustrated sometimes when they're just taking a hammer and a chisel to a song that maybe previously the day before the verse just fell in their lap, but they can't seem to find a chorus. What's your advice yeah. for songwriters who get stuck on stuff like that? I, If I'm getting stuck on something, I move away from it. And I'll, I would suggest to, if you play on multiple instruments, go to a different instrument and play a completely different song. And maybe even try to write a different song because then when you come back to it, it's like, I don't know, it's kind of like a refresh button in your brain. Perfect. Yeah. (laughs) Fresh ears is a real thing, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Oh, that's rad. Well, cool. I'm glad uh, glad you submitted this. This is the last one that isn't all uh, original for Maya Wayne. This is uh, Alephant. 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 Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get it right. I got nothing here on PRP.
support comes from Living Room Realty, where their mission is to enhance every person's capacity for success, creativity, and joy by finding homes where individuals and families will flourish. Visit livingroomre.com or any of their neighborhood offices. That's right. Here at PRP, we're an independent nonprofit station, so we appreciate our supporters like Living Room Realty. It allows us to have great local music on the air, like uh, Maya Wayne, who's my special guest tonight. Uh, lots of activity on the talk board. People are digging your selections and digging what we're saying, but now they're going to dig your tunes. I'm really, really excited to, to hop into these. So uh, I wanted to start things uh, with your music as... Uh, I don't know. I think it's a good representation. Uh, a Siren Song is a really cool track. Um, and this is the one that ended up on the compilation I, I know you wanted to chat about. So Ukulele yes. Siren Songs for the Sea. Tell everyone what this is about. I knew you had a song on this, but I didn't know the purpose behind the record. This is really cool. Yes, it's a really cool project. Um, there was all of these ukulele playing women um, and men on the album uh, that came together via this face Facebook group. And um, Mia Lotus, uh, who's a f Canadian artist, and she reached out to all these people and was like, I want to collaborate with you guys and make an album. And we talked and, and all agreed that it should be for a cause. And so after talking with everyone, it was kind of a collective idea to make it about the ocean and for the ocean. And so all of the proceeds are going to um, a research institute in Quebec uh, called uh, Takuvik, I think is how we pronounce it, but um, they're researching the effects of climate change on the um, the oceans and how the smallest dynamic can affect everything that um, relies on it. And so, what they're doing is really great and good for the earth and good for everyone on the planet. And I think it's a really good cause and um, something I very much believe in. And so, all of these songs on the album are in some way related to the ocean. Mine, um, it's the first song on the album and it's about nature and finding yourself surrounded by water and, and the, a love for nature and the world and um, that feeling you get, you know, I don't know if you've ever been out in just a really beautiful area and that feeling where it sinks in when you're like, wow, this is amazing. Um, and that was kind of the inspiration behind the song. Well, I'm an Aquarius, so it's perfect. Yeah. It resonates with me. This <laughs> awesome. is really good stuff. Uh, we're listening to original tunes by Maya Wayne. She's my special guest tonight. This is a siren song. Hit us up on the talk board. Let us know what you think. Had a shout out there from Dan Cable. He's listening tonight. You bet. Thank you, man. Uh, happy to give your show a shout out. Someone else said uh, the original was, ama was amazing. The last one we played, oh, uh, thank I you got so nothing. Much. So they're digging it. More good stuff here from Maya Wayne. This is a siren song here on PRP.
Just an amazing arrangement and reproduction of Devil in Disguise by Elvis Presley. That's Maya Wayne here on Sounds of PDX. Uh, yeah, I was wondering, Carol, what you would think of that. <laughs> uh, Carol Maxwell is a huge Elvis fan, and she said on the talk board, I'm usually very against anyone covering Elvis, but I really like this. I think because you, uh, you know, it's what we were talking about during the song break. You, you took the song in a way and you revealed, I think, something that, was always at the core of that song yeah. and, it, and you can't help you can't ignore it hearing the lyrics and the way it's produced but to to hear it in a different way definitely I, i'm always hesitant to to cover any songs that are you know so well known so traditional so you know it's it's like trying to you you almost have to reinvent it and 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 find the emotional core and, and try to do it justice and so that's what i tried to do and i was really excited i got to work with um uh, through Red Bull Records is, is reaching out to these smaller independent labels through colleges and trying to get people to do covers of um, Elvis songs. And so they reached out to me and I and they wanted people to like reinvent them. And so <laughs> this is, I, I was listening to the song, I was like, oh, you could totally take this in a very dark, to a very dark place. And so that's what I did. <laughs> Someone said, uh, they shouted out to Carol, they said, agreed. Uh, usually he's a hard one to beat, but this one really changes it enough 
to be a whole new creature, someone said to Carol. So cool. We've got some uh, people agreeing on the brilliance of that to awesome. reproduction. Yeah, well that done. That means a lot coming from you guys, so thank you. <laughs> yeah, you pass a litmus test. Yeah. <laughs> Elvis fans, if, if anything, I mean, they're passionate and they'll let you know yeah. when you've messed up. <laughs> no, they, I, I, they talked to me on the phone and they're like, oh yeah, we sent it to the Elvis estate and they loved it. I was like, oh my gosh, you sent this to Elvis's family right. and they listened to it. So that was a big deal and I was very happy about that. So you didn't sleep that night yeah, at all? Yeah, I was like, too excited. <laughs> I was so excited. <laughs> Yeah, it's it great. <laughs> well, you're, you're doing, you're currently doing something that I've always wanted to do, which is um, work with movies and write music specifically for things that someone already has a vision for. I think that is such a unique task as a songwriter to contribute to someone's vision without taking away from it. Uh, the next song we have on the playlist is one, uh, it's the Ballad of Lefty Brown. And this is the song and project that took you to South by Southwest, is that right? Yes, so I wrote this for a film that just premiered at South by Southwest. It's kind of a gritty Western film that they, they filmed it all in Montana and so I got to work on set. And then I met the director and producers and I was like, oh, um, I was on set one day, I had my guitar and I wrote this song and it's kind of from the perspective of the lead character and the director heard it. He actually, I had a little show at like a, a bar, I did an open mic and he showed up and which was super surprising, you know, cause he's the director and I wasn't expecting that, but he's the most kind guy and he showed up and he really liked the song. And after we were done filming, he's like, hey, can I, can I listen to that song again? And, it ended up being, they ended up using it for the credits of the film. And so it's become kind of this this song for the film. And uh, the name of the film is The Ballad of Lefty Brown. So if the name of the song is weird, that's why. <laughs> um, it's a great it's a great film. And um, it's kind of the triumph of, of a character that's, um, who is normally looked at as kind of a fool who kind of bucks up and becomes kind of the hero of the film. And um, it's, it's, really great and I had such a fun time writing it and working with the with the producers and the director and it's a really cool opportunity. So you were on set. I was. Writing yeah. this. Yeah. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Gosh, I mean you were you cut the chase. Most times they're looking for submissions and Right. <laughs> wow, that's really I mean it, and that's fitting because you're there in that creative environment. Obviously the vibes can yeah. fit. I was inspired, definitely. Yeah, what an honor. That's yeah, really cool. Yeah, you're in the middle of this old ghost town in Montana with everybody dressed up as cowboys, and it's definitely inspiring. <laughs> and you said that your song is the song at the end credits, too. Yeah. Uh, what an honor. It's definitely an honor. And um, I just filmed a music video, and they're going to let me use some clips from the film in it. So I'm really excited to how see how cool. it turns out. And, yeah. So yeah, you'd posted about that a couple weeks ago. Can we talk yes. about the progress on the music video? Yeah, um, I'm really excited. We just um, watched the film again and I got to, to look at clips and request, you know, which ones that I thought would be. And so we're just waiting for, you know, approval because it's a very, you know, they haven't released it yet. So you got to pick clips that don't reveal anything, but still, sure. you know, um, but I'm really excited. And I got to dress up as a cowboy, you know, in full, um, traditional cowboy outfit and uh, I had a, you know, the, the hat and the guns and it was so cool. I felt, I felt awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and you said you wrote this on the picture. I, I saw you with a resonator. Yes. Was it a national or a? It was a Gretsch. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, Gretsch resonator guitar and um, it just looks so cool. And I, yeah, I don't, I don't feel like I'm cool enough to pull all this off, but I'm trying. And um, <laughs> it was so much fun to film and I'm excited to see how it turns out.
Uh, us too. That's yeah. really exciting. How cool. Well, this is the song that's featured in the Ballad of Lefty Brown. This is Maya Wayne. Uh, stick around. We've got a couple live performances coming up and some more original music here on Sounds of PDX. original music by Maya Wayne, my special guest tonight on the show. Thank you so much for being here again. It's been a blast. Thank you so much for having me. This is awesome. Yeah, quite <laughs> awesome. Um, so now, uh, one of my favorite parts of the show every week, we're going to be hearing some original tunes from you. And you said specifically, each of these songs that you picked tonight, uh, again, I'm learning this from you. Everything, yes. you, <laughs> everything you do has a lot of intention, which I <clears throat> really appreciate. Um, yeah. But this is a song called Tiny Boxes, and you're doing it in honor of pride. Yeah. Yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah, um, so this song is kind of about breaking stereotypes. Um, we tend to put things and people into these boxes and not really think about it. But in the end, nobody really fits into these social 
expectations and um everybody's unique and different in their own way and it's there are, there's a part of the song that is about you know that you know being gay is okay and it's not it's not bad it's not scary it's not wrong and i think especially this month it's important to remember that everybody's human and everybody deserves to be loved and to love and be happy and so this is about yeah breaking stereotypes and realizing everybody is underneath this, you know all of the stereotypes everyone is just human mm, beautifully said thank you so much well in honor of pride uh, this is my Wayne live on portland radio project tell me have you ever seen a world so just the same but we don't fit inside these stupid boxes nerdy kids that don't have friends and girls can't be the president maybe it's time we looked again hey hey cause being gay is not a sin sometimes all the poor kids win. we let go of all our misconceptions give me a
Brilliant. Thank you. Well done. Gosh, that's gorgeous. Songs and everything is just so, I mean, the, the lyrics I meant, uh, they're so on point. But your melody. They're very direct. Yeah, super direct. Uh, but your melody drives it home. It's just a beautiful piece. Thank you. Um, about what time did you write that? Was it a pretty recent? It actually wasn't too recent. It's very relevant. But um, yeah. I wrote it actually about a year and a half, two years ago. Okay. And, um, I was just feeling kind of frustrated and feeling like, you know, I had this this message that I wanted to tell people that it's like, you know, not everybody is a stereotype and, and you know, I wanna love people, I want people to love each other and it sounds so, it sounds cheesy, but it's true, you know, yeah. I very much feel that and it's um, something that I was very passionate about and I sat down and I wrote the song, it was like, it all just, came out of me very quickly. <laughs> it's like my body just really needed to, to get it out. <laughs> it's amazing. I cannot wait to have that on my playlist. Like, is that being tracked? <laughs> yes, okay, it is. Good, on good, the good. next album, I'm, I'm really hoping I've got a whole list of songs that I'm, I have so many songs. I think sometimes they, like my brain is like, it's like <laughs> the only way my brain can like process things. So it's like, here's another song. <laughs> I have like 130 at this point. I oh my gosh. That's what I'm up to, so. Lucky for us. That's yeah, hopefully, hopefully it's not like, okay. <laughs> pump, pump um, the yeah. brakes. Yeah. No, no, I'm. that's wonderful. <laughs> there will come a time when that may not be the case. You know, songwriters go through spells of, you know, you spend some time and you've got songs that hop in your lap and they're just immediate and they're there. But like there's sometimes, and I know I'm preaching to the choir, Yeah. you know, the songs show up at weird times, but maybe after you've been working on them for, for a really long time. I mean, it's, it's a delicate ba balance because it I think is. to be a songwriter, you have to be sensitive, but then that also makes you sensitive to the fact when it becomes frustrating or, yeah. you know, anything else in that ballpark. So hats off to you. I mean, thank you. I don't think I've written 130 songs in my whole life, <laughs> at least complete songs. So yeah. for you to have a catalog that deep is phenomenal. Thank you. <laughs> uh, well, we are going to shift gears to another live performance. This is a song called Sad, and this is in honor of uh, suicide awareness. And I'm extremely happy that you brought this up. Uh, in my family, we deal with uh, mental illness. I know friends who deal with mental illness. And most recently, just if you sit back and think like we lost Chris Cornell to suicide, like yeah, we're all really hard. untouchable to this. So why is, why is this uh, movement special to you? I think especially, I mean, personally in my family, there's a lot of people that, that deal with depression and anxiety. And I think especially right now in the world, there's a lot of negativity. There's a lot of bad things happening. There's always bad things happening, but right now it feels especially heavy and especially frustrating. And um, I think, everyone is feeling it no matter where they are what they're dealing with i think everyone's feeling that heaviness and that weight and it's important to talk about people don't really talk about mental illness and they don't talk about the struggles i think people are expected to maintain this persona that they're always happy especially on social media and and i know that i i am guilty of it too you know just wanting to post the things that are happy and good and and not really representing that sadness and representing the frustrations and the anxiety and all of those things that I'm feeling and um, I do I do feel it a lot and um, I think it's important to talk about and that's why I wrote this song. Mm, thank you so much for bringing this in. Another live performance. This is Maya Wayne live here on Portland Radio Project.
performance thank, thank you, you so much it's inappropriate I, there's not enough applause in this room it's like i can't <laughs> give you the praise that you deserve so thank well you. done yeah that was really beautiful again i i can't echo that enough i just think it's one of those things that uh if you are dealing with or know somebody who is dealing with mental illness destigmatize it normalize it and find some resources because there's plenty out there um, yeah. we'll put some resource uh, links up on the talk board um well i'm going to let you rest your instrument and your voice but before we do we're going to uh i want to ask you about monster in a human suit yes the title alone is just super <laughs> rad so tell me about this song uh this song i wrote um i worked on a feature film i got to act in it and it's a uh, teen horror musical so it's a scary movie with musical elements in a non-traditional way it's not like that characters are singing to the camera but there's like the lead character is a singer and a songwriter and um it's kind of a modern retelling of frankenstein and oh, cool. so there's these this creature element that's but you feel empathy for this creature you know much like frankenstein where it's just this this un misunderstood being that is no one is taking the time to truly understand and then you know it becomes upset <laughs> um, um but in this it's uh it's very it's dark it's sad but there's also humorous elements it's a really cool film and we're in post-production right now so oh, right on. i am the lead actress in that it's called feral and i'm very excited about it and, congrats um, that's too yeah. cool so i wrote this song this is actually a live performance uh, before we filmed the movie we went to this big um, auditorium and uh, we recorded some stuff live, and so I recorded this. This is a live performance, and um, later on we added cello and uh, just some vocal layers, like harmonies, and um, it turned out really cool. And it's very, uh, this is 
definitely inspired by some Florence and the Machine, you know, that kind of what she does with her vocals yeah. and that kind of space. And, um, but yeah, it's, it's dark and a uh, monster in a human suit kind of being misunderstood and um, feeling like you are just this creature in a room full of people. And, uh, <laughs> I think we've all felt that way. Yeah, as well. definitely. What a great uh, peek behind the curtain on this song. That's really yeah. cool. Looking forward to uh, Farrell's The Name of the Movie. Yes. Awesome. Cool. We'll be sure to share that information uh, as soon as that's available. Well, cool. We've got a uh, couple more songs here from Maya Wayne before we uh, let her go and before we say our goodbyes. Here it is, Monster in a Human Suit here on PRP.
monster in a human suit. Uh, that song was totally unrelated to what we were talking about just now. Totally. <laughs> what a great song. I would say you're right, though. As I was listening to the song uh, before the show, there's just so much environment on, on that song. It's incredible. Yeah. And that's one thing I really dig about your music and the production on your music is you achieve a lot of things with a minimal approach. And I think there's so many ways to overdo music yeah. these days. And, and your your production's a standout because you aren't doing that. Um, on top of that, you're writing really killer tunes. I mean, you. yeah, you've got, I'm so looking forward to these other 130 that are sitting yeah. <laughs> in, in, on the back burner. Um, I, I do want to thank you again for being here with us. Sadly, we're at the end of the show, but I uh, wanted to give you an opportunity to select, say hello to anybody, give shout outs, thank yous to anybody you'd like before we send you off into the evening. Um, thank you so much for having me. Uh, I would like to shout out to Ashley um, for being awesome and for listening and uh, for founding Women Crush and that whole foundation that's really amazing. And they have showcases every Wednesday at the Jade Lounge which is fantastic and it showcases some really amazing local talent um, and female musicians. And um, yeah, I would also like to shout out to Mike Burling of Uncut and um, what they're doing with that nonprofit organization. It's bringing music to students and kids in the neighborhood that um, it's such a great thing that they're doing. And I think it's, it's something that really needs to be supported is music in, in kids and, you know, um, supporting that, that passion and giving them opportunities that they might not have due to financial situations. And, you know, I, you, you might, might not be able to afford that instrument that you want to play and you might not be able to afford lessons. And so getting those opportunities and meeting industry professionals and learning what you need to do to um, follow that passion is it's, you can't really, um, I don't know. It's, it's just something that, that is, what's the word? It's it's long overdue in every community. Yeah. We're fortunate that it's happening here, but it is it's a necessity just to, to get instruments necessity. into those kids' hands. <laughs> yeah, I'm 100 percent with you. Uh, yeah, big props to Mike Burling for doing that. Yes. Well, right on. It's been so fun having you here. Thank you for sharing your influences and your music. Please yes. keep us updated as new music comes out. You can find Maya Wayne here on Sounds of PDX and PRP. We're going to keep her tunes out there. Until next time, uh, thanks Thank again you. for hanging out with us. Yeah. Well, I'm your host, Luke Neal, reminding you to discover and support local music. I'm going to leave you tonight with Love Unleashed by Maya Wayne. Take care.
Fun.